I peek out, and it's like three police cars with the lights on, flashing. This industry is going to come back because we need audiences. Yeah. Yeah. And we can't have audience members six feet apart. Yeah. It's going to be a very small crowd. <laughs> I sold out 26 people. In <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I sold out the garden. How many people were there? 120. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good show. Though. It was a very good show. Um, I'm super excited to to have you here on the on on this podcast that I'm doing because you're one of the very first ones. You're you're number four. You know, I, I interviewed my my first one was a friend of mine that uh -huh. we were talking and I like I told you a second ago, I just sprung it on him. I'm like, I've always wanted to do this. In fact, we're gonna do it right now. We're doing right, it right like now. Right, and, right. And then I just interviewed my sister yesterday. So okay. it's like it's growing and I'm like, okay, I had to reach out to Miguel as he has to be. So, <laughs> I have, you know, we all know hundreds of entertainers, if not thousands, that right. we work together. And then performing on cruise ships, you, you know, see people. But I have to tell you, man, I have probably more fun with you when we're together on cruise ships working than anyone else. And I mean... There's, there's no, there's no wall here. We're not trying to impress each other. No. We genuinely, we genuinely hey, I don't care if you're impressed with me. <laughs> No, we genuinely liked each other. We genuinely yeah. clicked from the moment we met. Yeah, we just and it got never, it never left. And when we when we see each other, it's kind of like we never we never missed a beat. Yeah, and it's you know, fun. So it's always been cool, man. You know what I think is hilarious is whenever we're together on a ship and we're going to the dining room or watching a show where we're going wherever it is, all you see is all the audience, all the passengers. They go, uh oh, there goes <laughs> the comedian and the magician. That is a night, and we're right. laughing. And how many times are we like out to dinner and, and what the Crown Grill? We're just talking with each other, and we're uh, cracking up, laughing. And all the passengers are looking over at us, just cracking up yeah. and mo laughing. Man, it's great. I have, I just, so I'm really thrilled about about chat with you today. But I, I had something. Let me go get it because okay. it's on my bookshelf right over here. I will be okay. back in one second. Okay. I wonder what this is. I think I know. Yeah, it's Kevin Hart's biography. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is your book. Yes. A funny thing happened on my way to success. And yeah. uh, you gave me, I think, I had one of the first copies. I think you signed it for me. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And I literally read it in a it, few okay. Let me apologize. Because I, I did a rewrite on that oh, but this, I, this is one of the ogs that's the og yeah i want the, the og man i want the first version the first that, that's what you have that's what you have the first one the editor i'm i was i i don't want to call out no name but i'm disappointed but samantha she did not <laughs> <laughs> yeah if i see sam <laughs> but i had to get i had to get it redone and uh uh, I, the new version is on Kindle on Amazon. Oh, cool, cool, the cool. The new version, and I'm, I, today I'm going to put up the new version where they can print it. So if you want to, if you oh, want, oh, like to, a like an ebook, like a PDF. No, no, I got that's already that's there for oh. the Kindle version. That's ebook, oh, okay. but you can order the hard copy. Oh, got it, got it, got it. On Amazon as well. I haven't oh, printed. Okay, cool. I was getting ready to print them, and then this happened. Thank God. 
I didn't order 500 books <laughs> that sit in my garage right now. Well, so the reason why I got this because I have to tell you, okay, put as I'm up, reading put this, up right, put, it, put it up right. You, <laughs> <laughs> product placement. Yeah, it's almost got the same shirt on too. I love blue. I look good in blue. <laughs> so, well, no. Here's the thing. The reason why I had it over there, on, well, I had it on the shelf because it's on my list of books I've read, and it's like uh -huh. over there, of course. But the reason why I had to mention it is because when I read it, I was cracking up. I was laughing so hard at some of these stories that you're telling me that happened. And I mean, one of the one of the <laughs> ones that I remember is that club that you were supposed to be in, but the the alarm went off and you guys didn't know. You don't even remember this, it's in your book. You were at a comedy club and like you guys the you were on the back of the club and it was attached to like a kitchen or something. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Me, me and Leanne Lord. Yeah. All right, go. I want to hear that one. I want to hear that. Oh, story. okay. What happened was, I was, <laughs> I was working in we, me and Leanne Lord, funny comedian. Uh, she's out of New York, out of Queens, New York, and okay. I spoke to her. I spoke to her online yesterday. Oh yeah, uh, cool. We worked. We worked uh, Columbus, Missouri. We did a weekend room there, and we left there, and we flew to Cuyahoga Falls to do a week at Hilarity's Comedy Club. Right, so now we get there. Oh, I'm already and, laughing. Yeah, we fly. I fly in. She flew in from St. Louis. I flew in from Kansas City. So I got there like an hour before her, and I told the driver, I "said Well, let's just wait for for Leanne. I can just wait so you don't have to make two trips." He said, "Okay, cool." So she comes in. We get in the car. We driving. We said, "Yeah, just take us to the hotel." And uh, we're not paying attention. We're just talking <laughs> like me and you. Yeah, yeah. Right. Up, and he pulls up to the club, and we're just like. We're like, no, 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 we need to go to the hotel. We need to go to the club. He said, yeah, that's where you, I'm bringing, bringing you to now. He's like, no, we need to go where we're staying. Put our bags up. He said, yeah, this is where you're staying. We're like, no, this is where we're performing. He said, no. And we're like, oh, so he gets out of the car. He said, no. And he pulls it, he had pulled to the back of the club. And it was like this, this long window with Venetian blinds, like an office building, closed off. And we're kind of looking at each other, and he goes in, so we're following him. Right. We don't even grab our bags, because we like, we know that's not where we're staying. <laughs> we follow him, he opens up this glass door, and then he opens up this other glass door, and behind the club is a little studio, two-bedroom condo. Okay. And me and Leanne looked at each other and just fell out laughing. It's like, you got to be <laughs> shitting me. We laughed so hard. So the, the the part you're talking about, that's what threw me off. You're talking about the alarm. The part that threw me off, this, this is uh, Monday night. So no one's performing. No one's out. So we're just in there. And the manager hadn't called us, see if we got in okay. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just sitting in this back of this dungeon, right? So we get bored. And we said, let's go see what the club looks like. Yeah. So it's this back door by the uh, bathroom that was open. So we open it, but it's pitch black. And we can't find the light switch. We keep looking around, and it's so, I mean, it's dark. Like, you can't even see if you, your hand in front of your face. So we tried this, like, three times going in here. And the last time, I knocked over something. I ran back, you know. And we're sitting in the room, and we keep laughing about it. All of a sudden, we get this knock at the glass door. This was, like, three hours later, glass knock at the glass door. And uh, we, like, looked at each other, like, no one knows we're here. Right. So I peek out the, like, the, it was a little thin Venetian blinds. I peek out and it's like three police cars with the lights on, flashing. And I'm like, hello? 
and this guy is like, hey, this this is such and such a, the manager of the club. You guys all right? Like, yeah. And I unlocked it. It was an office door with that that lock click. And he's like, you guys okay? Like, yeah. And I got a frying pan in my hand. <laughs> I do. And he said, are you getting ready to cook? I'm like, no, I was getting ready to knock out whoever trying to come in here. He said, nobody knows we're here. Ain't nobody called us or anything. He said, uh, by the way, did you happen to go in that back door in the back? We like, yeah, we was trying to go into the club. And he turns to the police officers and says, it's okay. It was them. The silent, it was a silent alarm. We kept triggering the silent alarm. Every time oh, we opened that. that door, we didn't know it. And he says to us, well, you was triggering a silent, silent alarm. And we like, well, we wouldn't know because it was silent. Yeah. <laughs> well, had you called us, you know, we would have known what was going on. So every night after that, every night after that, we will finish the show. And it was literally, the room was literally behind the club. I could sit in my room and listen to the show and know when to walk out through the kitchen to go and stay. That's how close it was. They didn't even have insulation or soundproofing hey. in the wall. <laughs> you are, you're literally just staying in the green room. That's I, what. That, yeah, yeah, it's pretty much a, it was a, the biggest green room I ever stayed in, right? <laughs> so every night, about after we finished the show, about 30 minutes or to an hour after we finished, all of a sudden we hear, shoo, shoo. They will be locking the door. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, what is that? Yeah, that's every time it's just a long, it's like a sliding thing. It's like a dungeon, like prison. I've never been to prison, so I'm just going by what I heard. <laughs> no drugs, no that's prison. A, yeah, you hear that, and then you, your exactly. little wheel gets slid under the door. <laughs> they didn't even slide us anything under the door, bro. So yeah, that was that was crazy. People think I I made this, these stories up. I'm like, no, everything is true. Everything oh, is true. Man, that's so cool. Yeah, our accommodations. That's the name of that 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 story. Our accommodations. All right, now now the other one that I like was with that guy, and you were what was it? You were um, you were with this guy, and he was taking you to his home. Back and forth to his home. <laughs> oh, and you didn't my, my know. Limo, and you my were first so... limo ride. Say what? My first limo ride. Yeah, the limo <laughs> ride. Okay, okay, go on that one. That was that was early in my career, dude. I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe when I when I when I realized I was in a car with a man on a back road of Georgia through these winding roads and not knowing <laughs> where I, where I was. It dawned on me the situation I put myself in. <laughs> It got real scary, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking now. And I had to play it off like I was still cool. But I was like, man, I was scared to death. Like, this dude pull a gun, a knife, or something, you know, <laughs> hey, anything can happen. And yeah, we, yeah, that was. When I'm reading that chapter, I'm, because I know you so well, I just see you like this. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. It's cool. Everything's cool. Yeah, I'm making up all these lines. Yeah, but I was a Boy Scout, man. They taught us how to survive. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so in the book, you're going through your internal monologue, and you're like, going, okay, well, if I start, I'm gonna start talking about how I was, I was, you know, in the Boy Scouts, and I know how to survive. I know how to fight. Oh, I'm good at this at my <laughs> food class. Trying to intimidate him so he knows that you're a fighter and you're all making it up. I turned into Reggie Hammond, Eddie Murphy's character, Forty Eight Hours. That's who I was. I was I was Reggie Hammond and Axel Foley. That's who I was. I was a combination of both. 
Because <laughs> I'm getting out of this one way or the other. I'm getting out of it. Man, that chapter is so funny. I love and it. I wish I, 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 wish I could have kept up with them. Man. I don't know whatever happened. They were so nice, man. But Yeah, they turned out to be great people, right? And you, you, they you were. Yeah, you saw them all the time afterwards. And yeah, man, I had so many stories. I wish I hadn't, uh, I wish I wouldn't have cut it to 16. I wish I'd have kept going, but yeah, I like, let me well, take out. You do, a, you do a volume two. <laughs> And I'm, I'm like Prince. I'm moving on to something else now, man. I'm moving on <laughs> to bigger, better things. You don't want to repeat yourself, man. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs>